You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father David Richter at St. John the Apostle Church in Minot, joined by Lori Leffer. Uh, we're going to soon have another guest on. We're, we we just finished up our little uh, pilgrimage or prayer time of Lexio Divina, and now we're going to talk with Rochelle Savageau from the Diocese of Fargo, talking about pilgrimages and uh, what pilgrimages are and and some of her own experience with pilgrimage. Welcome, Rochelle. How are you today? I'm great. Gosh, the sun is shining and the snow is melting and life is good. <laughs> well, this is good because Excellent. over here we have ice this morning with yeah. fog. We don't get sun until oh, this no. afternoon. Yeah, oh. so everybody drive careful out there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hmm. So... Go go ahead, uh, Rochelle. Um, are you, now, what position are you in? Are you you're with the Fargo Diocese? Correct? You know, actually, I retired from the oh. position of Respect Life Director in 2019, and I retired. I um, you know had kind of planned it out. I wanted to make the pilgrimage to the March for Life one last time, and yes. I came home and paid our bills, and I was done. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still work one day a week uh, for Monsignor Daring just to kind of keep the brain going a little bit, you know. But um, well, old my husband, are hard. Old habits are, are hard to break. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, but my husband and I are both retired now and uh, kind of living a new life. <laughs> so you're on a new pilgrimage. We are very much, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, it's good to hear uh, your your uh, former boss is uh, one of my priestly classmates, uh, Monsignor Gehring, and I spent, I think, uh, six years in seminary together. So if you Did see you? him, say, say hi to him. Yes. Well, I'll see him this afternoon, Father. Yeah, good. I will. That's, uh, that's good to great. hear. So, Rochelle, uh, what you you did the the um, pro life pilgrimage? Have you done any other pilgrimages or led other pilgrimages? Share some of your uh, experiences or where you've been uh, that uh, we would like to hear about. Well, I led the youth pilgrimage to the March for Life in Washington D.C. for twenty years, and that was a gift that the Lord had given to me to be able to lead that pilgrimage. But in between those 20 years, I uh, must have pilgrimaging in my blood. I've been to France three times, and Italy once, and the Holy Land, Um, and have just uh, in two entirely different types of experiences. Because in the first, I was, if you will, leading the pilgrimage, which had with it responsibilities. But in the second pilgrimage, um, when we went to Europe, it was more one of following, really being able to follow and not have to carry those burdens of responsibilities and um, planning that can be attached to making a pilgrimage. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I've always found pilgrimages much better when I'm not leading up. <laughs> having the responsibilities. <laughs> so, so Rochelle, um, how how is this going to be like a part of your life? Because now you and your husband are on a different pilgrimage of life, um, you know, and uh, like retirement. So, is this going to be your continuing life? and bringing Jesus into your life and others because you're just so faith-filled and, and joy-filled. There, there's, you're, you stand next to you, and even if you're having a hard day, you just <laughs> fill it with joy. <laughs> well, I think looking forward, um, there's something that I learned, not so much on the March for Life pilgrimage, but on the pilgrimages to Europe. And... Um, just really letting go of expectations. You know, I think when we go on pilgrimage, before we go, we have expectations of what's going to happen. What are we going to see? What's my prayer life going to be like? And the Lord really taught me to let go of all of that and to become a follower, to go with Him, to follow whatever happened along the way and be there to receive from the Lord what was happening and not have to be concerned with plans or, um, you know, where are we going to eat? Um, more, where more are like we being, staying? Right. More like being on God's time and don't it, worry. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. Yes. I've been, I've been on a pilgrimage and, um, it was amazing. I mean, I, I could be a lifelong pilgrimer. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I uh, made it over to um, Prague and Rome and uh, Croatia. And, um, you know, you, you just, when you go on a pilgrimage, even if it would be just in the United States here, you know, if we um, bring it down for our listeners and they wanted to experience a pilgrimage going from Lexio Divina to maybe going over to Wisconsin, I believe there's... Um, uh, the, Our Lady of a Good Hope there, right? Yeah, I believe that's what it is. Um, if if not, somebody uh, call in or text in to us and, and let us know if I got that wrong. Um, and uh, you can travel just within the United States here. We don't have to go to Europe. We don't have to go to Rome. We don't have to go see the Pope. Um, can you talk about that a little bit, Rochelle? Because I, I know you have little pilgrimages of life just right in Fargo that have happened for you. Right. Well, just going back to, I think, life as a journey, as a pilgrimage as well. I mean, every day we are on journey. This isn't our home. Our home is in heaven. And we're journeying towards that. And again, to be a follower be a follower of Christ, where we are relying on Him, um, surrendered to Him, even in our daily living. And I think pilgrimage becomes that more focused effort, um, because when you're on pilgrimage, you kind of leave the daily activities behind, and you're focused on, you know, whether where you're going or how that um, place of shrine or um, you know, for example, Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. It's dedicated to the unborn, uh, to Our Lady of Guadalupe, and so that journey is focused on 
a real piece of our church, a real piece of our faith um, in the dignity of the human person, and um, being able to pray there um, for this cause for life and to... Yeah, the the journey. Just, Give reverence uh, to our Blessed Mother, Our Lady of Guadalupe, and just mm-hmm. her role in our yeah. life. Yeah, and and um, <clears throat> that's kind of a, a recurring thing. If um, people that haven't experienced a pilgrimage, people that d- don't really understand a pilgrimage. Um, Father, why don't you give us the definition of pilgrimage quick before we go on break? And then when we come sure. back, we'll talk about experiences and, and what it is that, you know, maybe it's something that you go on this and you're not exactly sure, but you're going to try to put faith or try to see yeah. faith in what you're going to do. Because maybe that we have some first timers out there. Yeah. Well, um, I might not give the technical, but a uh, 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 a pilgrimage is is a journeying, and so pilgrims. So the 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 first settlers that came to the United States were called pilgrims. They they journeyed from one land to f- to find something new or or to be renewed, and so the pilgrimage to the holy places was always uh, an act of faith uh, to offer our love to God to to journey to those places to encounter him to honor him to adore him and and so pilgrimages are going to places where there's some tremendous thing and as uh, um rochelle said that uh, it's kind of like for me i i've said this many times to people when, when somebody tells me you got to see this movie is the best movie ever you you can't wait to see it i'm usually disappointed <laughs> Because I'm expecting something fantastic. And and so a lot of times the best way to go on pilgrimage is to have no clue and to just go to take it in and, and to go there with the heart of faith mm-hmm. of letting God do what he wants. But sometimes our expectations uh, may disappoint us. And so, so to go there uh, giving God permission to do what he wants and you're going there in faith you're on a journey, a destination that is desired. And that's why we call our journey of faith a pilgrimage. We're a pilgrim people journeying to the place of heaven. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so yeah, a, a pilgrimage is really an act of faith uh, to try to grow in, in pleasing God by visiting a place that we know is is designated as a place of God, a holy place, so the Holy Lands, Rome, those mm-hmm. those kind of places where things in our faith, and and obviously the Marian apparitions, Medjugorje, the, which isn't uh, approved, but there's a lot of pilgrims that go there. But yeah. um, Our Lady of Guadalupe, which it's the closest one, I've never really made the point to go there. I haven't had a chance either. I've been over across the border to Mexico, right. but not. I haven't made it that yeah. far. Yeah. So, yeah. Rochelle, have have you made it down to Our Lady of Guadalupe? Guadalupe? No, I've been to the shrine in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Okay. Which is um, beautiful, probably a newer shrine. I, it's maybe ten years old. Um, it's Cardinal Burke, I think, was the one who initiated that shrine and uh, yeah, that had it built. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. You know, just going back to experiences on pilgrimage and what I have found has happened for myself 
is that, you know, we, we go to the shrines, to the holy places, but that's not always where I encountered Christ. And an example of this is when we were in Rome, um, we had gotten onto the bus to go from, I don't know, the Colosseum to somewhere else. And a homeless person got on the bus across from me. And my heart was so moved. And the Lord allowed me to see that this was him and the suffering servant who was sitting across from me. The man was just so broken. Yeah. Um, he had a blanket on, and he was shivering. And I just, I, I, I saw Christ there before me. And I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't yeah. looking for that on a city bus. And I experienced a real helplessness in that because I couldn't do anything for this person. Like Mary at the foot of the cross, that deep helplessness, she could not save her son from Rochelle, his suffering. I, I need yeah, Rochelle, I have to break in. We have to go to break. Sure. All of our okay. listeners, you have captured them so well. And everybody that's out there in Rural Presence Radio listening land, join us back on this journey in just a moment to experience faith, hope, and our eternal love. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Now is the time to stand up for life and dignity in Minnesota. Hello, this is Archbishop Bernard Hebda. Join Catholics across Minnesota for Catholics at the Capitol, April 15th at the Cathedral of St. Paul. Be formed in the faith, informed on issues impacting life and dignity, and sent on mission to transform our state. We will celebrate Mass, hear from inspiring speakers, and head to the Capitol in a Eucharistic procession before meeting with legislators. Get your tickets at catholicsatthecapitol.org. 
Today's Real Presence Live broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Rose Management. Affordable housing provided. Serving North Dakota and Minnesota. 701-237-6840 or rosemanagement.net. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live Radio. Father David Richter at St. John the Apostle Catholic Church in Minot. And Lori Leffer is my co-host today. We're still on the line with uh, Rochelle, who is in the middle of a very heart-moving reality, her experience on pilgrimage. And so, Rochelle, I'd let you pick that up as you encountered this poor man on the bus and your heart was moved. Can you kind of finish up what you had started? Right. Um, And just going back to that real feeling of, you know, deep compassion, helplessness, and how Mary at the foot of the cross. So it brought me my experience brought me into this place of prayer, this place of being with Mary at the foot of the cross and looking upon her son, who is the suffering servant, and knowing that I couldn't do anything for this man. I could pray for him, and when I got off the bus, I put a few coins in his hand, but it was really my poverty, my own poverty, that encountered his poverty. And how the Lord speaks to us in these everyday experiences. I'd never had an experience like that when I was in the churches in Rome, sitting on a bus. And isn't that how the Lord works in our everyday life? Mm -hmm. Um, Often it's not in the places where we expect to encounter Jesus that... um, we need yeah. him in profound ways, but it's it's in the journey. It's along the way. It's as we're going about our way and uh, really living in the midst of this world that the Lord yeah. has brought us it, to. It's the beauty and mystery of life, right? Um, Isn't it, though? Very some, much. Some people, until they make a commitment to do a pilgrimage, they never notice God. But when they make the commitment, they do. The other, like yeah. yourself... Um, those places were busy and, and, you know, important and beautiful, but that's not what moved your heart. And so um, I, I, I've come to realize uh, we think, oh, if we just find the right thing, it will work for everybody. It doesn't because we're no. all individually, uniquely made. And, and so um, for some, they don't need to go anywhere to encounter God. They, you know sit in their kitchen and make food for the family um, and visit those who come by. But pilgrimages are beautiful, uh, but yeah, they're, they're not the be-all, end-all, right? Right. You know, Father, one of the things that I learned from traveling with the youth for 20 years, um, because of where we stayed in Washington, D.C., at the end of the day, which was just what a gift God gave to us. We were uh, we stayed near the Franciscan Monastery in Washington, D.C. We were across the street from it, and they allowed us to use uh, one of their chapels for Eucharistic adoration at the end of each day. 
And it was a real time for our youth to just settle down before the Lord and with the Lord to think about the day and to be present there with Him. But then after that, we would um, gather the youth together in this community room that we had, and they would begin to share about their experience through the day and how not one of them had the same experience. Mm-hmm. Not one of them was touched by the same thing. How the Lord was working with each of them in a very unique way. And that, that was, the pilgrimage was specific to them because of that. Yeah. Yep. And that, that pilgrimage that is, um, maybe it's your pilgrimage, uh, the listeners out there, uh, just going from your home to a nursing home or to a retirement home. Um, I know there in Stanley, North Dakota, we have elders that, you know, with COVID, it's a little looks a little different mm-hmm. these days, but elders that would um, go to the school and ha- there's reading time at the grade school. So they would read to the youth. That's their little pilgrimage right at home um, to encounter yeah. that. Yeah. And bring, yeah. Um, bring their Jesus to the other one so that that Jesus can be expanded, that we can be the cup overflowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big the big pilgrimages are just a, a really kind of succinct reality of pilgrimage, but every day's a journey for <laughs> for us. Yes. We don't know, you know, I, I have some days where I think I have one appointment and I'm like here at the office without any time to do anything from nine to five. And I'm like, I thought I had nothing on my schedule. Uh, you know, it's like a pilgrimage. You can't expect what's going to happen if you're open. God uh, will 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 bring things to you. And, and sometimes you have to deal with things that aren't easy or, or even desirable. But that's the beauty of it is is to journey with God for God to God and and mm-hmm. to find him in everything and and part of our Rochelle do you think that part of our journey is um, we're that seed like like um, we're reading or or our first guest mm-hmm. with Jerry right. you know we're a seed and we're here we're present but nothing will happen if we're stagnant and we just stay mm-hmm. in that spot. Right. We need right. to plant ourselves somewhere, die to come to life. Yeah. Right. And our food comes from God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So really what kind the, of... Uh, yeah, go ahead, Rachel. Oh, go ahead, Lori. No, no, go ahead. I was just thinking, you know, the greatest adventure that I have been on is certainly the Christian life and um, following Christ. And it is an adventure. And um, with all its ups and downs and mountaintops and valleys, and the Lord is always creating. He is a God who is always creating and um, pouring on us his redemptive love and that never becomes stagnant it just can't <laughs> yeah 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 and and we need to take the umbrella away sometimes we need to receive all of it yeah. um and once yeah. we receive all of it um uh the the newness the the life the oldness the the troubled times receive and embrace every part of it we're holding on to that cornerstone and we are reaching for that cross 
that Jesus carried for us to open heaven so that we could have the eternity, which is love everlasting. Yeah. R- Rochelle, I, I'm going to ask a, maybe a, not an easy question, but mm-hmm. I'm sure one that you would have an answer to. So n- not only your own experience, but what was what's probably the most memorable or, you know, just beautiful experience that somebody that was on pilgrimage with you had that kind of sticks in your heart or mind of just the awesomeness of God? Mm. Um, oh, gosh, Father, I'm sorry. I'm well, not sure well, that that's anything... All right. That's all right. I'm going to share one. I've been to Medjugorje a couple times, and there was a a young lady that um, just was was hurt in her life, and the 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 resurrection statue out there, it, it like well, there's like oil weeping off of it, mm. and um, I I saw her for like a whole afternoon for like four hours just sitting at that statue crying. And there was this unbelievable healing that she experienced at this statue of the resurrected Christ that had this oil weeping down it. And and so usually the encounters that anyway to me stood out the most, it wasn't like rosaries turning gold or, or that. It was people encountering the healing love of God in the confessional uh, where where their woundedness is loved and healed by God. And that's the whole mission of the church, the good news, that there's new life in God. And so I think when we first started, you said that sometimes people go on pilgrimage with these faulty perceptions <laughs> and like they're going to experience some miraculous thing. And I think it is miraculous when deep wounds can be healed but it's not as fanciful as like things changing gold or whatever. But that that beauty of what God wants to do is is heal us, and um, that's His whole desire. And so, if it's a traveling to Europe to, for me to be open to let Him do that, it's worth the trip. Exactly, <laughs> God is always worth the trip. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And any last thoughts, Rochelle, if you, you came up with anything that you'd like to share? We have a minute or so here. Yeah, you know, I was um, praying with the scripture for this Sunday, Jesus Encounters the Samaritan Woman. Mm. And in that scripture, just realizing that that encounter light you were talking about, Father, what we take back with us from pilgrimage is not... Um, you know, rosaries changing color or those type of things happening, but this encounter with Christ and how this woman went to the well, she had no clue she was going to encounter the Savior, the Redeemer, and yet her eyes were open when Jesus revealed her to herself and revealed him. She recognized him as Christ, as the Messiah. And then she turned around and went and took that to those around her. And so we have this encounter with Christ that calls us to go and tell others about Christ. It never stops with us. And I think um, pilgrimage is like that. You know, we bring back home our experiences, but 
in sharing those experiences, hopefully we're sharing some of Christ and some of that encounter with Christ that encourages others to be seekers of Christ, be seekers of the truth, which is really what our earthly pilgrimage is. Yeah. Well, Rochelle, thank you so much. That is a beautiful end to our segment with you. Um, Everybody out there, this is Real Presence Live, and we are coming from Minot, North Dakota. We'll be right back after this. And local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 